Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Shot three. Shot three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Hello, welcome to Three Shots In, where we create dark subject matter with sarcasm and three shots of liquor. I am Jess. And I'm Jake. And this is episode 28 of season three. It is. It is. And of course... What's the topic, Jessica? The topic today is council. <gasps> council? Mm-hmm. Like, like city council? Yeah. Whoa. What, or like, like how like, you know, therapists like counsel people? Like counsel like advice? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Like that too. So it could be anything. Counsel like, like attorneys are some kind, sometimes called legal counsel. Yeah. Like in like the, the UK. No, here too. Oh no. They're called solicitors over there. Okay. I didn't know that. I watch a lot of UK shows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, if you are listening to this podcast, we thank you and we love you. But there is a group that we love more, and that is our patrons. Thank you so much, patrons. As we announced just a couple episodes ago, we were able to pay off this sound equipment. Wonderful, exciting news. We're moving on to better things, and it'd be, it is because of you. Mom and Dad, Terry, Danny, Sweet Sam, Ricky, Abria, Jeremy, Thomas, David, TJ, thank you guys so much for your support. It means, it really means a lot. And we are so stoked that we can share with you not only our journey to the top, because that's surely where we're going. Obviously. Obviously. Mm -hmm. But also our super secret three shot cinema podcast, where we review terrible movies for you so that you don't have to watch them. Well, I mean, that's not exactly what it started out as. It just started as like movies. Right. But very quickly we found a pattern. Mm -hmm. in the movies that we chose. It kind of turned into like, you know, three shots cinema because sit in three shots enema, not enema. Like an enema? Not like an enema, but it was like, you know, cinema because it has a nice ring. It sounds like the, you know, the main title of the, you know, the public podcast. Yeah. But then it turned into only watching shows. You kind of have to take three shots before you watch in order to enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah, it did. We've watched a lot of shit. And we got more shit coming up. We've weeded through a lot of garbage and there's more on the horizon. Yeah, because if I if if I'm correct, uh, Jessica recently got a subscription to Shudder. I did. And so we will be exclusively watching Shudder films probably for the next while. Yeah. Yes. I cannot wait. The results are in patrons. You have decided in our very special three shot cinema poll that the next movie we watch will be Tammy and the T-Rex. That's right. Tammy and the T-Rex starring uh, that guy from the Fast and the Furious, uh, the dead one, not the alive one. And Paul something. Yeah. Walker, maybe like Paul, Wa Wa Paul Walker, Texas Ranger. And what's her name? Paul Walker. And I don't know. You'll recognize her, though. She's like totally famous. in the Charlie 90s. Sheen's former wife. His yeah, ex wife. Yeah. Ex Sheen. Her former Sheen. Mm hmm. No longer Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It stars them. And it looks really good <laughs> the cast is full of stars that's true it's probably gonna be a hit maybe we're about to discover a cult classic maybe but me and you watched the trailer yeah and it was shocking to say the least it did not look wonderful 
I mean, I didn't, I don't know where I was thinking it was going to go, right? Science fiction wasn't exactly what popped in my head, but. And that's not what it is. It's not science. Well, anyway, Jacob, we took shots tonight of Jaeger. Well, I took two shots of Jaeger. You had three shots of Jaeger. Oh, really? Yeah. And what then was your third shot? My third shot was the world's worst alcohol, the pride of Louisiana itself. Bayou Pink. Bayou Pink. Yeah. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. It hurt so bad. And I, I killed off the bottle. Mm-hmm. And so I got nothing but like the rust from the bottom of those copper pots. <laughs> you know, man, it was gross. It was horrendous. I, I think I coughed. You had a little copper patina at the bottom of that? I don't know what that is, but probably. So rust is orange? Like petunia? Like Harry's aunt? No, no. Rust on like regular metal is bright, like orangish red. Okay. You wouldn't be able to tell this, obviously. Sure. Copper, when it rusts. Oh, it turns blue. It turns like, yeah, like a green. It's like a teal-y color. Like when a penny turns blue. Yeah. So I drank that blue. I drank that blue penny whiskey or whatever the fuck that is. When you don't have your glasses on, I'm sure it looks blue. When you do have your glasses on, it looks like um, like turquoise. But if it was chalky. Chalky turquoise. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Well, whatever. It tasted like shit. And I'm glad that it's gone. Because <laughs> never again will we purchase it. I bought it specifically because I thought it looked weird. That bottle has been sitting in the cabinet for like forever. A long time. Just staring at us, waiting like. When are you going to suck me down? Oh, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. I don't want to. Oh, but you're going to. And, and we did. We did. We so did. did Kyle and Terry. Gross. Thank God they did. Because that means I only had one. Terry gagged. It's gross. Yeah. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, drinks wise, um, you seem to be a little parched. Yeah, I've got some water. Oh, some water. Mm-hmm. Some some H2O. Mm-hmm. Wow. What about you? Well, I did have a Bud Light next. Right. And that's gone. I thought you hated those. Oh, I absolutely do. And that was the last one. And I will never be buying them again. Okay. So okay. there it is. Uh, but then I grabbed, I've noticed that these were in your fridge for a while. And I'm pretty sure it's because nobody wanted them. They were unpopular. Yeah. So I, I decided to take it and drink it. This That's the Bud Light Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye. This one was Twisted Berry. Now, keyword there was, it's empty. But this one. What have you got over there? It got my eye. Oh, God. Does it burn? I got Bud Light Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye in my eye. Rookie move. Well, it doesn't look like blue raspberry in the eyeball, but let's see what it tastes like. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like if if doctors made medicines, but they let, like, companies, um, like, franchise them or something. And so, like, Jolly Rancher made, like, cough syrup. Jolly Rancher cough syrup beer. Yeah. The seltzer, please. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like... Oh, licensed. It's just, it's as if cough syrup licensed Blue Jolly Rancher, but like they fucked it up, you know? Yeah, it's just like a way too sweet kind of like sour, but in a gross way. Like, yep. But thankfully there's only two carbs, so I'll still keep my figure. That's good. That's uh-huh. good. We're going to be on video soon, so. That's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you boys got to start losing some weight. Camera adds 10 pounds, Jessica, so... And I know, I've seen you on camera before. Okay, number one, fuck you, okay? <laughs> number two, I got like 20 pounds to lose so that when the camera adds 10, I don't feel horrible about myself, you know? You'll just look like you do right now to the normal naked eye. Except 10 pounds lighter. That's why I did the math there. So are you are you saying that I, I look fat? No. 
Oh, no, you're not. No. You're just implying? I'm not saying that you're fat. I'm saying that you feel fat. Try to put my arms around you when we hug, and it's like. It's like what? <laughs> What's it like, Jessica? It's like, huh. It's like hugging. It's like, it's like, it's like hugging one of those really bougie hotel pillows because they're fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, that's what we're drinking. Jessica's drinking, you know, fucking water like a loser. And I'm drinking a man's drink. Bud Light Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye, baby. And the flavor again? Uh, blue raspberry. Blue raspberry. Yeah. Raspberry. <laughs> yeah, raspberry. Anyway, updates. Any uh, big updates? You want to go first? You want me to go first? We got 10 words or less. Sure. Uh, I'll go first. 10 words or less. Um, moving still. Might take longer. Excited. Doper than I thought. Like the the excitement is doper or the idea is doper? The idea is doper than I originally thought. Is it thought. doper or is it more dope? No, Jacob, I'm not Confucius. I'm Confucius. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know who that is? What, that, the fucking like Asian dude? Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone knows that, right? Like, Don't ask me philo- philosophical questions. Like, do or do not, there is no try, right? Sort of like that, yeah. <laughs> that was Yoda. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I would have never remembered that, but my 11th grade English teacher had a poster of it up in her room the entire year. You know how I know that? And I was bored as shit on my mind in that classroom, and so I read it all the time. Inspiring, really. You know how I know it? Why? How? Because the first, like, two years of our marriage, Terry said it to me every time I said, I'm trying to do to do this. I'll try to do that. Can you try to, and without fail, it would fo- he would follow up with that. That's disgusting. I, I would know. have divorced him. I got so upset with it, he finally stopped. I would have divorced him. I was like, he just, like, I don't, I didn't directly say don't say that. It was more like he just read my, my vibes and it, it, it died off. It dwindled. Now we speak like normal people sometimes. That's nice. It's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Um, but you're more excited. Is there anything specifically that you want to like get out there that you're more excited about or like you want to keep it vague? Not really. I mean, Terry and I were more about efficiency than like comfort and aesthetics, you know, pizzazz when it comes to our housing situation. As you know, I am currently living in my dining room and sleeping on a blow up mattress on the floor. Right. My closet is the linen closet in my bathroom. Now, it's not that that's necessarily a must. We just happened to have taken one of the rooms in your house and turned it into our studio. It was necessary. It was necessary. I know every now and then you guys can hear like my kids in the background and stuff. Thank you for being patient with that. We're working on it. Eventually, we'll be able to, you know, do some major upgrades in here. But gross, you saluted major upgrades. I did. That's I didn't appreciate it. Well, he's a major. um, I mean, yeah. There's there's nothing you do there, you know? Um, But yeah, so originally the plan was to pay whatever we had to to get the space we need as quickly as possible. And now it's looking like maybe we'll invest a little more time into it so that we can stretch our money as far as it can go and end up with something really cool. It'll just take longer. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, it's very cool. I'm excited for you. Me too. Thank you. Except for me too, because if you guys get land big enough, then I can just plop a little house right on that too. You can. So that'll be cool. Yeah. We're looking, we're looking at like, you know, properties that are, I don't know, it's like five to 10 acres. Well, if you end up getting something smaller, I would be slightly less excited, but not, not for you, of course. For yourself. Yeah. For me. Okay. So, and everything's about me, obviously. Um, Okay. Well, for me, updates wise, wanted something too expensive, settled for something cheaper 
life-changing. Oh, so it was a good choice. Not necessarily that, that the cheap one was a good choice, but this move, this, 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 this movement forward okay. was a good choice. All right. So I don't believe I've ever stated this on the show, but I enjoy me some boxer briefs. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Now they recently, by recently within the last like year or two, they came out with a new boxer brief that has a pouch. Okay. So that you're for what? For your balls and your penis. A ball pouch. To go into this pouch and it separates it from your like <gasps> your legs. I've been wanting to buy that for Terry. Jessica, fucking game changing. Okay. Really? I haven't had bat wings in like two weeks. Wow. I know. Okay. I know. So the 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 brand that came out with them and stuff, like they're expensive. It's like anywhere from like twenty to forty dollars for a pair of boxers. Just one. Just one. That's insane, right? Victoria's Secret would be ashamed by that price. And they're overpriced for the women, right? Yeah, insane. So I did find that Hanes had made some some boxer briefs with the pouch, and I purchased them. Now, the reason why I say I know they're cheap is because they just can't handle the meat, you know what I mean? And they've already got a hole in them. So they're very cheaply made, but still game-changing. No bat wings, no chafing, Mm-hmm. At all, it's a little ball cup. Yeah, it's cupping you. Yeah, gently. It, just, it separates your balls from your legs. Yeah, insane. Would have never thought that I needed this. Just kind of wanted to try it, but didn't want to spend like thirty bucks mm-hmm. for a pair. Right, right. That I'd wear like once every what? I don't know how often I do laundry. Fucking two, three weeks. Right. right? But yeah, Hanes, so much cheaper. Got them at the Walmart. Keeps my balls separate. I'm wearing them right now. And you, you have nothing but good things to say. Nothing but good things, except Jessica. for that they are. Mm, easier to make holes in. Yes. Okay. Yes. Couldn't handle the schmeat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You should you should uh, review them online and use that word specifically. <laughs> I should I should use the word schmeat. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I'll make a maybe maybe three shots in could have like a whole like product review line or something. You know. We should do that. I think so. I'll rate them. Okay. Yeah. Pouch is game changing though. So if you're out there and you're like, hey, I've been looking at those pouch boxer briefs, get them, okay? Get them. No more bat wings, okay? Game changing, yeah. Well, very well. Thank you, thank you. Very well for you as well. For Terry. I was talking about your update, but yeah. Oh, I thought we were still talking about balls. I was like, I don't got them. I don't have any balls. Well, no, of course not. You have hooves. That doesn't make sense. Whatever, Jessica. I was trying to make a horse joke and I failed. Spin the (laughs) wheel, okay? (laughs) All right, interesting. What villain is your co-host? Oh, I'm deciding for you. So I'm, no, no, no. Oh, wait, is that what we're doing? It says co-host. What villain is your co-host? I understood that as, like, if I were to die in a tragic accident and you had to replace me with a villain, who would it be? No. No, you think you want to compare each other to a villain. It sounds like you are my co-host right now. What villain are you? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I got some answers. I do too, but not yet. They're in the works. Go ahead. Well, my initial thought. I'm not like. Whatever. My next thought. (laughs) Oswald Cobblepot. Who's that? The penguin. I'm not like that. Yeah, you're the Danny DeVito penguin. No, I'm not. I hate Uh sardines. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm nothing like him. Got a big crooked nose and and you're short and fat. No, I'm not. Yeah, and your skin's so pasty white. Uh Uh-uh. 
Yeah, and your hair is, is stringy and greasy. No, it isn't. It is. No. And you walk with a cane. No. You're yeah. just saying things because you think, you're just saying things for shock value. You're not even giving them any thought. Okay, fine. I'll give it some real thought. Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm thinking. I'm really, really thinking this time, okay? Sure. Give me a minute and let me think. You're like Dr. Evil's ginger son. You're calling me the Seth Green of the Mike Myers Austin, Austin Powers, Powers universe. universe? Yeah. I am not Seth Green. How? You're, what do you mean how? How? How am I the Seth Green? Mm, you'd have to know. You would have to know you in person to know. Okay. Well, if we're using the Austin Powers universe, you're the you're the dykey woman who is a total dyke. So which one? In Austin Powers. <laughs> She's got an eye patch, I think, moving on in like the second or third movie. I don't know. That's a man. Well, then Not you're a, a man. <laughs> My memory's a little fuzzy, okay? <laughs> do you mean the German lady? Oh, yeah, I do. So I'm your mom? My mom. She's Seth Green's mom. Ew, gross. <laughs> no, I don't remember those movies apparently at all. <laughs> you're like uh, the Austin Powers villain who picks off giant flakes of his dandruff and saves them in a box if they're big. <laughs> and if they're especially crispy, he eats them. Well, I have a real answer. Do you have a real answer? I'm working on it. Okay. I have a real answer. Okay. And you're going to like not agree with it at first, but then it'll make sense. Okay. You are Freddy Krueger. How? And now this isn't just because of the laundry incident. Okay. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that is a standalone. All right. You are Freddy Krueger. In what way? Because Freddy Krueger, right, obviously haunts your dreams, okay? Okay. Just as you do. Now, not because you look horrendous, right? Which obviously, but <laughs> also because your words carry weight, right? You say that you say that one thing, uh-huh, right? And it just kind of like you just you just toss like you just, a little a little word with a little detonator. And you just toss it at me. And I just catch it and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then like 72 hours later, it's like, and there I am pissed, right? About okay. the words that you said. So if you recall, so that's that's the dream haunting, right? Yeah. But also, if you've ever watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, he talks like a shit poster, okay? Yeah. He does. He's like, get over here. He's like, what the fuck are you looking at, bitch? Uh -huh. Like no other horror villain talks like that. And that's okay. you. That's I'm you. a shit poster who haunts your dreams and threatens your life. You don't necessarily threaten my life. And whose words like cut right into your heart. Yes, yes. And you only see it about like 20% of the time. The other 80%, I hide that shit and I hide <laughs> it deep. <laughs> okay. Um, well, as far as villains, I got to say the first thing that came to mind was uh, the guy in the orange tracksuit in Despicable Me, but less successful. The hay guy? <laughs> <laughs> that guy? You're the bowl cut, thick rimmed glasses, um, shit talking, great white shark, moat having stealer who steals people's plans and improves on them, but can't actually come up with good plans on his own. I'm not going to lie, Jessica. The more that you kept dissing me, the more it makes sense. I know. That was really good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it sounds like it's my time. It is your time for your story. So go ahead and pull your phone out right now. Oh, I will. And a half. All right, Jake. So because the topic is counsel, 
Right. I decided to look into some cases where some people had to seek counsel for legal matters. Okay. Yes. The first of which being the Newport sex scandal. Ooh, Newport, like the cigarette or like the city? The city. Okay. Yes. February 1919. Oh, a little bit ago. It was a while ago. Just a minute. Yeah. Sailor Thomas Brunel and uh, another man named Irvin Arnold. They were patients at the Naval Hospital at Naval Station Newport in Rhode Island. Okay. Brunel disclosed to Arnold that there were some naval and civilian men having sex. Whoa. I know. They would regularly meet at the Army and Navy YMCA. I mean, that adds up, right? Yeah. (laughs) Also, the Newport Art Club Uh, for mm -hmm. companionship and sexy sex. Uh Uh-huh. Whoa. Very scandalous in the early 1900s. Sure. Arnold, I guess, investigated the claims that Brunel made, and he did discover that there were parties, parties of people, cross-dressing people. Oh. Yes. And penis haver on penis haver <gasps> sexual activity, as well as liquor and cocaine. Oh, oh like, I love how that's just brushed over real quick. <laughs> so how how did they know, though? Like, whose penis would open up to accept the <laughs> other penis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends on how well your penis peels. Oh. I've never, I can, I've, never have, I've never tried to peel my penis. You should give it a try. I don't know, man. <laughs> Sounds pretty risky. Anyway, I guess Arnold took his findings back to his superiors with a detailed report. Uh, he's a rat. Yes, Admiral Spencer S. Wood. Huh, okay. Uh, yeah. Admiral Wood? Yeah, he was the commander of the second anal, I mean naval oh. <laughs> district. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> and, uh... Admiral Wood ordered an investigation, created also a court of inquiry to review the claims that Arnold made. On March 19, 1919, the court concluded that an investigation was warranted and that they should conduct one. The then Assistant Secretary of the Navy, Franklin D. Roosevelt, (gasps) approved the court's recommendation and asked Attorney General A. Mitchell Palmer to undertake it. Franklin D. Roosevelt, as in President Franklin D. Roosevelt? The very same. So he was, like, totally homophobic? I guess so. Wow. A lot of them were at that time. Whatever. There was an entire investigation on it. Whatever. That loser hid that he was in a wheelchair. He didn't even own it, you know? Okay. He did. Unrelated. He hid it for so long. Irrelevant. It would have been so badass. Homie's like, oh, I got polio. Like, everyone would have respected that. Anyway, Attorney General Palmer assigned Arnold, who'd already done some great investigating all on his own, to lead the investigation. Arnold, in fact, was a former Connecticut state detective, so it worked out. Okay. It's probably how he got all the information he got. Right. That's how. Sure. Not because he had some schmeat in his mouth at one point. With an infiltration approach in mind. Continue. He chose his investigators on the basis of their youth and their looks. He only wanted to investigate the good-looking. He only selected 13 of the twinkiest twinks he could find <laughs> and sent them in uh, in order to see over the over a period of several weeks, these super twinky agents submitted daily reports to Arnold. This included very, very detailed descriptions of homosexual acts <gasps> and their participation in them. <laughs> they participated. 
Those were their orders. It was <laughs> <laughs> there was only one way to know, Jacob. Oh my God. This is the stupidest thing I think you've <laughs> ever said on this show. Now, one thing I will say they didn't report was their hesitancy or qualms in their direct participation. Because there was none. That's why it wasn't reported. Yeah, they were super down. Yeah. What sucks, though? Did they all get kicked out of the Navy? <laughs> Even the detectives? Um, I, I feel like the majority of people involved in this kind of thing didn't end up getting, like, heat for it. Sure. It sounds like not all of it. In fact, not many of them did because they made it. The articles I was reading made it sound like there was an entire underground, basically, of like people who were gay, but like on the DL were able to like scope out who else was and be like, hey, if you want to do gay stuff, meet us here because it was so taboo at sure. that point. I mean, obviously now we can recognize it as bullshit. They were basically doing the same thing they would be doing in like brothels with women. Right. Which apparently is fine. Right, of course. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Yeah. So long as they're women. You can do them in their butts. <laughs> With a man, you're gone. Yeah. So 15 sailors ended up getting arrested. They were brought before a military tribunal. Um, they were forced to, not forced, it's not like they were tortured or anything, but a lot of them did name former sexual partners. They Dang. had to walk through, like, in graphic detail, some of their encounters. Um... And then, you know, people got pretty upset about their investigation methods. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, an older naval officer or a couple older naval officers were confounded by the investigations that were conducted, at least the way that they were. Okay. Once the operatives had presented their evidence before the court, the accused were, like I said, encouraged to incriminate others, and a lot of them did. Sure. You fingered them once, might as well finger them again. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't laugh like I thought you would. <laughs> So a three-week military trial ended with 17 sailors court-martialed Oof. and charged, because apparently these were crimes, charged with sodomy and quote-unquote scandalous conduct. Yikes. Yeah. And most, most were sent to the naval prison at Portsmouth Naval Shipyard in Maine. Did they put them all together in one cell? <laughs> Probably not. Oh. Two of them were dishonorably discharged. And two others were found innocent. Innocent? In the trial, yeah. Wow. Couldn't prove that they had any sexy sex with men. Interesting. That's the end of that one. We're moving on to the next. Well, I was going to say that sounds exactly like, and I will be speeding past this. There was an episode of South Park where someone went undercover as a cop to uh, catch dudes being prostitu I've seen prostituting that women. And so he dressed up like a woman and went and was like soliciting men. And then when they paid him for a blowjob, he would give them a blowjob. And then after they completed, he would arrest them. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> after it was wrong. done. Hands up, you piece of shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I caught the tail end uh, uh -huh. of that episode. Terry was watching South Park with, I don't know, I think Scotty, one of his friends. And uh, I came in and watched and it was the same cop that had conducted, quote unquote, an investigation on an entire like gay frat party. And he asked for an evidence bag and like farted out a bunch of jizz <laughs> into the bag. <laughs> God. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> Moving on, Bob Packwood. That's his real name. Packwood? Packwood. Is this more is this more of what we just had? No. No, it's different. He's not gay. I'm not saying he is, but maybe he takes it in the butt, you know? Probably not. 
There are straight men who take it in the butt, Jessica. It's like really straight and like really like like manly to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I thought I was gonna make you feel gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, Bob Packwood was a Republican senator for Oregon. He served okay. in Congress for like thirty years. Oh, so he's a lifer in the in the political world. Almost. That's disgusting. Nearly. Uh, now there had been rumors of his sexual harassment Uh-oh. toward basically every single woman he had an interaction with for most of his career, if not all of it. Um, it was just kind of swept under the rug. That was sort of the practice back then. Sure. Allegedly. Right. Now, Packwood's political career, well, it took a dive. Okay. About 19 women came forward all together, all at once. Oh, they made to him before it was cool. Yeah. Oof. To talk about how he'd been extremely inappropriate grabbed their bodies, touched them, and been very forceful, that type of stuff. So they went to court, and they subpoenaed him for information, namely his diary. This dumbass kept a diary? A diary in which Packwood detailed every single interaction he had with his accusers. See, I wouldn't buy it. If I was on that jury, that's a plant. No one's that stupid. Is he that fucking stupid? Did he sign them? It looked pretty legit, Jacob. Oh my god. God. So, <laughs> and he least, was your congressman for 30 years, America. Oregon. That's not surprising. <laughs> so, Packwood not only detailed every interaction with each accuser, as well as many women after that, not necessarily all of them named, sometimes they were graphic entries of sexual harassment. They also detailed some kickbacks and bribes he accepted. There was a little of that as well. And before handing his diary over, Packwood did try to edit the most incriminating passages. Edit? He should have burned them. Oh, sorry. They're gone. I cannot find them. Yeah. Right? You think that would be better than handing them over? Fucking idiot. Right. Well, they wouldn't have known that he even tried to do that if it wasn't also in his diary. He he diaried that he changed the diary? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was also a fact inside his diary. I don't know if he thought maybe they would just ignore the most recent ones. They didn't. He had to resign. Uh, and what else? Was I that it? Don't know. He maybe just resigned. Settled in court. I'm super not sure. You know what? This dumbass deserves so much worse. Not only because <laughs> he's gross, but because he's so fucking stupid. Super dumb. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that's like rule like number one, right? That's like crime 101. Don't fucking record your own shit, right? Yeah. That he God. did. Anyway, we're moving on to less, I don't know what the name is, less... Political. It's certainly less political, much more lower key. Less juicy? Sure. Robert Lee Brock versus himself. Huh. 1995, Robert Lee Brock sought $5 million in damages for drinking and committing crimes that, quote, violate his religious beliefs. Okay. He'd served 23 years at the Indian Creek Correctional Center in Virginia for grand larceny, oh. breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. He didn't have income to pay for those damages. So he came up with a little plan. Okay. Quote, I want to pay myself $5 million, but ask the state to pay it on my behalf since I can't work. And I am a ward of the state. So he sued himself. That's not a terrible idea. I feel like our legal system is stupid enough that that might actually work. The judge saw the lawsuit as an innovative approach to civil rights litigation, but called it ludicrous and wasted away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that adds up. Yeah. So nothing really came of it. 
but he could have also gotten fined for wasting their time. Mm, I guess, but still. Mm -hmm. Clever, clever. Right. But very minuscule chance that that would have worked out. Right. Next up is definitely juicier than the last. Very sad. The families of Columbine victims versus 25 major video game companies. Like uh, the people who made Call of Duty. Like that. And like Battlefield. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Like shooters. Linda Sanders. They sued the video game companies. Constance Adams and Cynthia Thirun. Their family members and their friends were victims in the okay. Columbine shooting. Um, they filed a $5 billion case against video game company, manu- I'm sorry, video game manufacturers and distributors such as Time Warner, Capcom, Sony, Sega, Nintendo. All of them. Basically all of them. Any, any uh, distributor of violent video games. So basically the lawsuit was that they claimed these video games weren't like the only thing to blame, but were largely to blame. Which for, is very stupid. For Eric Harris and Dylan Claybold, which were the teenagers who killed 12 students and a teacher, Dave Sanders, who was Linda's husband. So I don't know the outcome of this lawsuit, but I could say right now is that if you're going to blame video games for your son or for someone's son, mm-hmm. right, doing all sorts of shenanigans, yeah. shooting up a school and whatnot, should you not blame the parents for allowing them to have that video game because the parents had to buy it? Well, they didn't. Because that's who I would blame in that scenario, I guess, if that's the line of logic that I was taking. This is so stupid. I hope they lost. Not only did they lose, but they were forced to compensate the companies for their legal fees. Oh, that sucks. Those are shitty companies. Like, they had the money to just kind of pay that off and just kind of take that small hit. They should not have won that case, the families, but they also had no right even suing them in the first place, so. Right, so basically they were not, their case was not only dismissed as a consequence for like wasting the time of the court, they were made to pay the legal fees of the other side. Although I thought that was regular practice just with anything, but I'm not sure. It is, if you lose a court case, typically you pay the other person's bills, Mm -hmm. you know, but. They could have handled that. In a civil case anyway. Yeah. But those companies could have eaten. It wasn't, I guarantee it wasn't much. They're just a bunch of angry, grieving moms. Yeah. They could have eaten that. Like they shouldn't, like like it was ridiculous to blame video games for something like that. But at the same time, like, can you have just handled the fees? Yeah. I would like to know which companies took money. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. We'll see. Because if they do, I'm going to boycott their asses. (laughs) And when they ask me why, because I'm such a important person to them. Uh I'm going to tell them because of Columbine, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This is for Linda Sanders. Moving right along, 1991. The father of three, a father of three from Michigan, attempted to sue the Bud Light maker. Budweiser? Anheuser-Busch? Anheuser? Anheuser. Anheuser? That's how it's spelled. I was confused. I've always heard Anheuser, but that looks like Anheuser. It looks like Anheuser. Like Hooser mom. But (laughs) I'll say Anheuser. Anyway, he attempted to sue the Anheuser-Busch company for $10,000. $10,000? $10,000. Did they go to court? They did. Fuck. (laughs) That's prideful. Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee they paid their lawyers more than that. Who knows? (laughs) Anyway, this man said that all of their advertisements depicted tropical scenes 
and beautiful women engaged in endless and unrestricted merriment with the men drinking the Bud Light. He claimed mental injury, financial loss, and emotional distress because despite drinking a fuck ton of Bud, no beautiful women found him in his garage. (laughs) I bet they didn't. They didn't. And he was pissed. Well, were you drinking Bud Light on on, on the coast of some tropical island where there's nothing but women and you're the only man and they're like, you know, whatever, I'll take what I can get or something? No, you were in your garage, bro. They were, that was false advertisement, okay? Anyway, the case was dismissed. Dismissed? Yes, but his name was Robert Overton. Okay. Robert went on to clarify that he didn't like how Bud Light commercials featured a dog that they called Spuds McKenzie. (laughs) Okay. Because it drew his kids into part of the culture of alcohol. The I'm ad- sorry, if that, <laughs> if if a dog named fucking Spuds McGee or whatever is enough to make you drawn into the world of alcohol, you were destined to be an alcoholic. That's just fact. Well, I would argue that Spuds McKenzie had less to do with drawing them into the world of alcohol than Robert drinking it in his garage. Waiting for waiting a beautiful for, woman. Waiting for a beautiful model to wander in. <laughs> With sand in a palm tree or something. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, I can't open these coconuts. Do you think you could help me in your big manly garage? Oh, is that Bud Light? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) What an idiot. So next is a $2 million case against Providence Hospital for neglecting security. Like Providence, Rhode Island? I'm not sure. In 1998... Edward Brewer raped a 44-year-old acquaintance who was a patient at Providence Hospital at the Ah, time. That's that's never good. No. He was found guilty. He got 10 years jail time for it. In 2002, while serving his sentence in Ohio, Edward, still a convict, filed a negligent security lawsuit against the hospital. Because they didn't stop him? And a negligence claim against his former lawyer, saying that they, quote, had inaccurate security in protecting their visitors as well as their patients, and that it caused him suffering. Brewer sought $2 million from the hospital. Appalled, the judge said that Brewer's actions were his own responsibility and declared that the hospital had no legal duty to protect him from the rape he chose to commit. Okay, that's fair. What an odd fucking thing. Yeah. You would expect a a case like this to come from the victim? That would be understandable. But it was... Why was he able to get to me in my room where I was a patient in your hospital and he was able to rape me? That's a lack of security, I'd say. Sure. Uh-huh. I think you could argue that. Uh Uh-huh. I'm comatose and you guys are just (laughs) leaving me out. Comatose? Yeah, comatose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here just fucking toasting. (laughs) And you guys are letting men come in and rape me? That's totally not okay. Definitely not. She's got a valid case. But she didn't file it. He did because of his anguish. Because the hospital, because they were undersecured and couldn't protect her. If only they were a little more secure. If they were more secured, then they could have protected her and could have stopped him. And then he wouldn't have, he would have never been in jail. If they were more secure, they could have protected him. From the from anguish, violating her. From the anguish he suffers now, having raped someone. That's how he worded it. You know what? That's That was his Honestly, argument. that argument is so stupid that I feel like, honestly, he really did have a small chance of winning that. Like a really tiny one? A small one, sure. 
Like the woman who spilt coffee on herself because she's an idiot at McDonald's and won millions of dollars? No. I looked into that one too. That was legitimate. Legitimate? Yeah. I mean, I heard the story enough. I understand she had very severe burns, but also like she bought coffee and then spilt it. Either way, like it gave her third degree burns on her skin. I get it. That's unsafe even to drink. Okay. Not to mention when she had filed that lawsuit, because I looked into it, there were, if I'm remembering it correctly, a ton of other cases against them for having the liquid so hot in the first place. It's not drinkable. Not drinkable, like, for a while. That doesn't make sense to be handing out to people, not in their cars. All she did was ask them to pay for her medical costs when her insurance refused it. That was like right. a little over 100000 Which I get, and McDonald's was all like, nah, man, we got our bottom line. They sent her $800. Right. I, I heard about all that. McDo look, look, end of the day, McDonald's was an asshole because they got hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and they could have yeah. easily just been like, okay, sorry, keep this shit hush. Here's your money. Like, sorry, burnt you. It's noted that our shit's too hot and we're going to lower that. Thank you for that. Well, sure. But they didn't. They fought it because they're assholes. They fought it because they fought it because they're stupid. They should have just settled because now it turned into a thing. Now they have to make sure that every hot beverage doesn't go over a certain degree. It was the same when I worked at Starbucks. If anyone wanted to drink above like 94 degrees. Mm hmm. They had to say it because if you don't, if you don't, if you go to Starbucks and you don't say a word, I don't think the number is 94. I forget what the exact number is. Sure. But everything is heated up to the exact temperature, which you could drink right away. It's not hot enough. When I made my own drinks, I made them hotter. Yeah. Yeah. All, all I know is that that was hot enough that it like burned her severely. It wasn't like a light one. Right. Yeah. It she got fucked up. Severe. Like she got really fucked up. No, I know. She needed like fucking skin grafts, grafts and yeah, shit. Yeah. It was bad. So. All she did was say like, hey, like this isn't really on me. Like if I had spilled regular fucking coffee, I wouldn't be making it your problem. It would be my problem. But if you think about it, coffee is made from boiling water. If you take fresh coffee and you pour it in a cup and you go to drink it, it's too hot to drink. I'm with her on that one. Mm. I think I it think, makes sense. I think Especially McDonald's, since she wasn't being frivolous to start with. Right. And they kept think, pushing the envelope. I think McDonald's should have just paid her medical bills. I'm like, hey, so sorry, but... Thanks to you suffering, we have learned that we need to lower the temperature and it won't happen to anyone else. For oh, yeah. Free McDonald's for the rest of your life. Congratulations. Would have, that would have been it. It wouldn't have been considered a frivolous lawsuit then. Right. Right. But still. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. 2011. Jennifer Connell was attending- Jennifer Connolly? No. Connell. Oh. Yes. She was attending her nephew's birthday. His name was Sean. He was turning eight. Okay. Uh, Connell walked into the backyard and when Sean saw her- he ran and jumped to give her a big ol' hug. Uh-oh. This caused her to fall backwards and land on the ground, and she did break her wrist. She broke her wrist. Yeah. Because Sean lunged for a hug. Also with, because with she was easy to knock off balance. I understand. Okay. So she was physically challenged in the balance region? She was top-heavy, we'll say. Okay. Top-heavy lady. But Sean loved her nonetheless. He loved her and mm -hmm. gave her a big ol' hug. Was very happy to see her. But she got knocked over and she broke her wrist over it. So she filed a lawsuit against Sean. <laughs> what a bitch. I know. <laughs> happy birthday, Sean. She claimed that Sean, the eight-year-old nephew, had been careless and that she wanted $127,000. $127, for emotional suffering and medical bills. In her claim, she stated that she uh, also had attended a party 
And it was distressing and embarrassing that she was unable to hold an hors d'oeuvres plate. What kind of party are you going to? <laughs> Why do you have a whole plate? That you're holding a whole hors d'oeuvres <laughs> plate. Yeah. I feel like out of your, if you're at a party, right? And there's an hors d'oeuvres plate, it's either set down on a table. For or, everyone to pick at. Or some high school slash college student is walking around handing it to me, right? Sure. Like. Wait, Steph. Like never is there a chance that I'm holding my own hors d'oeuvres plate. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, but her her weak, broken wrist couldn't handle the the weight. I mean, what are you the, doing trying to hold a hors d'oeuvres plate with a broken wrist? Look, maybe she thought that because she had a cast on that it was stronger now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very distressing and embarrassing for her, apparently. $127,000 worth. Yes. Deliberation took 20 minutes. She didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Fuck that bitch. And I hope I hope her family just fucking cuts her out. I mean, I would. Like, what are you thinking? It's gross. He's eight. He just wanted to say hi to you. Yeah. Next up, 2005. Christian Roller, a.k.a. The Lord. You'll understand in a moment. Okay. Filed suit against David Blaine and David Copperfield. Th- like two of the biggest magicians that ever lived? Oh, yeah. Okay. He claimed that they needed to reveal their secrets to him. Because? Because they were clearly defying the laws of physics and seemed to have godlike powers. He accused them of stealing his godlike powers. And God wanted 10% of both David's lifetime earnings, <laughs> which amounted to about $50 million. Yeah, the, the rich motherfuckers. But the judge must have been atheist because he dismissed the case. Oh my gosh, at least agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Yes, both Davids continue to absorb his power to this day. Oh, shame. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming that was before Chris Angel, who clearly <laughs> absorbed even more. <laughs> right, right. Now, uh, next up, a judge dismissed a $100 million lawsuit. Well, that's a, that's a big deal. In which convict Sir Giorgio Sanford Clardy. Sir? Sir Giorgio is his name. That's one name. Oh, so he was not knighted. No, no, okay. no, no, no. He was not a knight. He was a pimp. <laughs> and he claimed that Nike should have warned him that his Air Jordans could be used as a dangerous weapon. He one- was given a 100-year prison sentence for stomping on the face of a man who refused to pay one of his prostitutes outside a Portland motel. Wow. Look, number one, I fully get it, right? Someone doesn't want to pay one of my girls? Yeah, I'm going to stomp him, Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. He sued Nike? He sued Nike. (laughs) For the stomping? Yeah. And his victim required stitches and plastic surgery to restore his nose as a result of this incident. The Nike incident. The Nike, yes. Um, I guess this lawsuit became like international news. People were like, what the fuck is happening over there? (laughs) What's Um, happening in Portland? That's a question that can be asked for all time. mm -hmm. So obviously he was just trying to shift his responsibility to Nike. Uh, and he, his legitimate argument was that they didn't put warnings on the shoes. That hey, if you stomp on someone, you could cause some pain or damage. <laughs> yeah. So the hearing was 24 minutes long. <laughs> and uh, Nike's attorneys explained that there was no defect in the shoes and no danger of causing any harm if they had been used as intended. Can you imagine <laughs> being summoned? 
to to a court for to, to potentially be in a jury, right? You waste a whole day of your life there. The next day you come back because for some reason they picked you to come back. You come back. Finally, they decide it's you. Now you have to miss another day of work the next week. You come back on that Monday and that's the case you hear. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I'd be so pissed. Are you kidding me? I'm missing work and I'm not even I'm not even handling a murder. I'm handling someone suing Nike because their shoes accidentally. Well, listen, someone we know, someone we know who I won't name had to do jury duty at one point for these two old ladies arguing over like the border between their yards being like three feet over or not. Oh, my God. See, that's why I'll never be on a jury because I wouldn't care. I'd like I literally don't care. What do all of you think? And if 11 of them say, oh, I, I agree with woman A. Perfect. Woman A. I don't care. Let's I go. literally don't care. Let's be <laughs> done with this. Flip a fucking coin. Oh, my God. I would make a terrible juror. Well, the next case. A man attending a large concert sued the city the concert was held in. Because okay. when he really had to pee, there was a woman in every bathroom he tried to enter. Did he try to enter the women's restrooms only? No. But there was a woman in every bathroom. Every single one. That he tried to enter. Yes. Because they were all unisex. Okay. And women have to pee way more often than men do. Sure. So he went to a whole bunch of unisex restrooms rather than just waiting in line? I don't know that he had that option. They kind of made it sound like... I had. I saw... I read two stories, okay? Apparently this case is super popular. Either they were unisex bathrooms that allowed anyone to use them. Sure. And he kept seeing women, and because he was possibly drunk, very, he, very likely was. He assumed that they were women's that restrooms. That they were women's restrooms. Or that women were using the men's restrooms, and he was embarrassed and... Embarrassed? Just emotionally distressed by it. Look, if a woman walks out of the men's restroom, like, yeah, that's weird, but I'm, I, I gotta pee. It is what it is. She literally, like, nowadays, she literally could have a penis, and you would have no idea. Sure. No, but I mean, even if a woman, like, went into the men's restroom, right, because there's a long line in the women's, and she went into the men's, number one, sure, that's weird. But number two, like, good good for you, girl. You go use the bathroom. Like, I've done that at least three times. Men's restrooms, yeah. like, especially at concerts, fucking reek. I can't imagine that women's restrooms are necessarily better. No. But, like, the men's restroom is gross. It's a fish market in there. Ew. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's not really. I Never just, mind. I We're done with this one. <laughs> We're not. Okay. So he was so distressed. He actually filed a lawsuit for $5.4 million. Wow. Over this. Yeah. Um, and not only was the case thrown out, he was ordered, the lawyer who took his case was forced to pay a fine. Ah. Apparently, he also tried to sue the concession stand that sold him beer because they were responsible for his pee. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And instead, the judge ordered that he had to pay the concession stand to two grand. Good. This guy wants to claim no responsibility. Mm -hmm. What? Because you peed your pants? The what? concert was four hours long, man. Like, homie, if you have to pee that bad, like, would you not just like pee in like the stairwell or something? Find a place to pee. Like, discreetly? right. Every bathroom is smothered in women and you can't pee in front of them. So you need to run somewhere else. There are places you can go, okay? People get fucking head and they get fucking <laughs> sex at all these concerts. There's a way, man. You could go and pee, all right? Like, I feel bad for that janitor. I'd leave a little, like, $10 bill next to my pee puddle or something, but... In the pee? No, no, next to it. What if the wind blows it away? I'd have to put it in the pee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Just like a dot of pee. 
Just splash it? No, like once you're done, instead of shaking, just dab it on the, oh, on the bill. Clean, clean myself <laughs> with and the then, $10 bill. And then put the bill on like a wall or something. Okay. If I'm putting it in the pee, it's probably going to be a 20 now. Okay. You know? Yeah. This is my last one. Okay. Uh, it, it's one of those where like I get it, but it also sucks. Sure. 2008, an Illinois woman named, uh, Gayan Zokrabov. So Miss Zokrabov. Zokrabov. She was waiting for a train and it was inbound when 18 year old, uh, Hiroyuki Joho jumped in front of it, committed suicide she was nearby on the train platform and pieces of his body struck her so hard that they injured her shoulder, her wrist, and her leg. Whoa. Yeah. So she sued his estate. I'm assuming that means anyone left who would be responsible for his affairs after he was deceased. So like his parents. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I guess the court who originally heard this case dismissed it because... How could he have, claiming that there was no way for him, this 18-year-old kid, to predict where his body would strike because he was dead at the time? Sure. But she appealed it, and that that judge disagreed and said that it was reasonably foreseeable that a high-speed train would not only kill him, but could potentially fling his body parts into crowds of waiting passengers. Fuck, she won. So she won. Oof. Yeah. See, that's tough, because, like, I, I do get it. You see what I mean? Like, it's one of those where you're like, I mean... I don't know that I would sue the estate, but, like, I'd sue Amtrak, right, or whatever the company was, and be like, hey, man, like, why the fuck you come in and so hot when you got... <laughs> when there's, like, people <laughs> standing on the platform, like, just coming a little slower, right? And then that kid's body wouldn't have exploded and caused me physical injuries. It is one thing that's confusing. Like, why are there those, like like loud ringing and lights and bells and like those little like wooden arms that fall down to stop cars. Like, Hey, this is a track here. Don't drive through it right now. But for people, we just have a yellow line on the floor. But for people <laughs> who have no protection from a car and are just standing there with just their regular bodies. Yeah. Have all this open space and there's no, like there's, there's only like, Hey, there's literally a yellow line. <laughs> That's dividing you from like a four and a half foot drop. Stand five feet back. Where either you land on the platform, right? The train track and you're okay, right? You can get up. Maybe you can climb back out before this apparently speeding train comes through and smashes you. Mm -hmm. Or you're so unfortunate that you fall on the electric line and fry to death right there. Yeah. Uh, assuming that this is a subway, but still, Jesus. Really not sure. Trains are freaky, man. Mm -hmm. Why are they coming in so hot? Why are they driving so fast? A body shouldn't explode. I've seen countless people hit by cars online, of course, not in person. But <laughs> I've seen countless people hit by cars. These cars are going fast. Mm -hmm. Their bodies don't explode. Yeah. So a train is going so fast that they're causing bodies to explode, and then they're they're stopping like a hundred feet away. Why are you going that fast? Slow it down. My insurance company would, would be up my ass if they knew I was breaking that hard. <laughs> yeah, it seems super sketch when you think about it like that. Yeah. Like there's a whole system to be like, cars, stop driving. Yeah. There's a train here. But people are literally standing five feet from it and there's no yeah. warning. Look, I got progressive. I can tell you right now, flow would be on my shit if I was breaking that hard all the time. Yeah. And flow is cool, reasonable. <laughs> Right. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's the end of my stories. That's all I got. 
Well, then, then that's it. Then we got to go on break. Bitchin. Counsel. Could be an attorney. Sure, they're considered counselors. I mean, you have just straight up counselors, right? You can seek counsel from people. That's yeah, true. Uh, I mean, Advice. doesn't every city have a counsel? Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to seek counsel from someone, I mean, it's probably someone you respect. Oh, of course. Maybe someone you love. Right. You know who I love and respect, Jacob? Our sponsors. <laughs> we would like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft and Wizardry. Tilted Tinker is a company that makes woodcraft products. They make plaques with all sorts of, of hilarious sayings. Lots of sarcasm and underhanded insults. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories. That's right. And everything is assembled by hand, all here in the United States. Made in the USA, and it is family owned. They are close friends of ours. That's the most I'll say. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. But they are fantastic, and we do love their products. We own many of them. I have personally purchased several items. Oh, yeah. When I get drunk, I buy a lot of their shit. It's pretty great. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. You can reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. Nice. You should go, and you should buy something, listener, from their website because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. And they love us just like we love you. Jacob, we also have some discount codes from Tilted Tinker. We do. They were so amazing and kind to provide exclusive three shots in promo codes for their website, which give 15% off your entire purchase. Wow. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. And they provided two promo codes. You can make your purchase using the discount code HORSICA, H-O-R-S-E-I-C-A. That's HORSE, I-C-A. Or you can use... Jacob McGuire. <laughs> Jacob is spelled J-A-C-O-B. McGuire, M-A-G-U-I-R-E. Wow. If you support Jessica more than you support me, use code Horsica. If you like me more than you like that bitch, go ahead and use Whoa. Jacob McGuire. Jacob, are you in the know? I mean, I'm in the know. But I'm also in The No Republic. That's right. We are sponsored by The No Republic. They are a clothing brand who gives 20% of all proceeds to mental health awareness and suicide prevention in specifically high schools and colleges all around the United States. I didn't know that. Their clothing is unique and everything is done in-house. I heard that they ventured with a third party and that third party didn't work out. So now, that's right, everything is crafted by hand, shipped with love and care. Yeah, they're an awesome company. They always give back and... You can go on their website, The No Republic. Again, that's with a K, thenorepublic.com. Great customer service, too. I reached out to them with a problem, and they got back to me right away. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Normally, people take, like, you know, like, within 24 hours, but how soon did they get back? Four hours. Whoa. Well, no more break. The break is done. I will be spinning the wheel this time, so... Okay, go Get ahead. Get your slimy hands away. I wasn't reaching for away. it. Yes. All I right. wasn't trying to spin it, so. No, well, yeah, you looked like you were. I hadn't moved. All right. The world <laughs> will end unless you murder a famous sports player. I'm assuming in cold blood. 
Oh, Who wow. is it? Oh, and you also must sleep with them too. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sleep with them and then murder them in cold blood. You have to black widow whoever it is you name. I mean, it didn't it didn't necessarily say you had to sleep with them before you murdered them. I thought that was a given, but I mean, it's a given for me personally, but I don't know about you. It is a given for me. Okay. Okay. Well, a famous sports player, you must sex them, then you must murder them with your hands. It has to be my bare hands? Like I have to strangle them? No, 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 but like you can't shoot them. Why? No, you gotta like stab or why? Or or strangle, maybe? Why couldn't I just shoot them? Maybe like a plastic bag over their head or something? That, that wasn't in the rules. It didn't say you cannot shoot them. So I'm, I'm shooting mine. Fine, it's whatever. It's the most humane way. Sure. Shoot them in the stomach. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of someone I find attractive, but also someone I wouldn't mind dying. I was like, oh yeah, I straight up forgot that we had to sleep with them for a moment there. Yeah, yeah. You can't just pick anybody. Mm-mm. Otherwise, you know... It's obviously much worse for them than for you because they're dying, but still, if you're gonna, you might as well enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. This is tough. I don't really watch sports. Yeah, no, I, I can think of a, like a handful of people, but all the ones that I find attractive or like I would actually not hate sleeping with are ones I wouldn't want to die. And the ones I want to die are ones I'm not interested in. I would never be interested in sleeping with. Right, right. So you're in a predicament there. I am. Uh, is uh, is like Olympic sport, like a, a, a would you call that it's, a yeah, a famous sport player? It's sports. If they, oh, if it's they were, called, it's called like Olympic sports. If teams. they were like an Olympic athlete, yeah, I'd say that's a sport. All right, well then, literally any of the American uh, Olympic uh, gymnasts, the women, literally any, uh, any of the women. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I, I can pull up a list on my phone and just pick one if you really want me to. Just make sure you check their age. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, we're good. She's older than me. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right. Oh, thanks, Jess. <laughs> Almost just got canceled. I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going with Michaela Maroney. Yeah. Let's see. That was just a, a random pick. Oh, from California. Oh, very pretty. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there's there's many to choose from. That but was just gonna... the one with like the best picture right there. Sure. Yeah. So sorry, Michaela. Okay. I will um, be sleeping with you and then having to murder you. I am very sorry, though. You don't want to. I don't want it's, to. It's no. out of your hands. Yeah. It's not even your choice. Right. Yeah, Like, man. I'm being selfish in the fact that I had to sleep with her first, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to pick someone that I wasn't, like, attracted to. But, sure. you know, it, it is what it is, and I am sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like I said, it's just a strange combination of things, of criteria. Criterion? I don't know. Whatever. You know, I I, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't mind killing a golfer. <laughs> uh, they'd be probably pretty easy to kill as well. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I don't think you'd have a problem. They don't run, you know? Sure. Well, then it's also like a lot easier to get them to turn their back. You just run them over with the golf cart? No, no, no. I'm, see, I'm kind of thinking strategically because mm-hmm. I could be like, let's go out into the middle of nowhere rather than like, because it's more private and romantic instead of like a driving range. Uh-huh. And you can show me, you know, what you do with them clubs. Oh, <laughs> Just how do you handle that club? Uh-huh. And so they'll turn around so who is it? to hit it. And then that's how that's Who's when I kill be? them. I don't know. I can I can't you think can of any. You can literally only think of Tiger Woods. Only think of Tiger Woods. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's gotta be him. It's then. just gotta be. I didn't even pick it. Like <laughs> at least you know what? At least I'll get to know what all the fuss was about. That's true. You get to look into the eye of the tiger. <laughs> that's his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, in 
my head. I was like, is that his dick hole? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm I'm going to have to eliminate Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're eliminating. I, do you remember her name? It was something. Maroney. Yeah, Maroney. Uh, it not, doesn't necessarily have to be her. Like, I would be fine with, hey, if you are an Olympic gymnast above the age of 21, preferably, so we can have a good time first. Would you take your time? Like, would you want to find one at least? Like, I would find uh, the weakest one. I would find the one that didn't win America like any medals. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because then I would feel less sorry about it. I was going to say. Still feel sorry. Like one who's like, like a one that has like a history of like a hit and run that their like rich parents covered up or something like that. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. That's what I was saying. Like that way, like it's still not right, but maybe you feel just a little less bad. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There are so many of them, you know. Sure. Like they don't even need to be in the, maybe I don't even choose one of the Olympic ones. Maybe I choose one of the ones that didn't even make it in the top 200. What know? if one of them is a serial killer? Well, I would imagine that that'd be hard to find out online. Well, sure. But you could just like mingle with them. I, I'm just going to go mingle. Yeah. With all the gymnasts. Well, yeah, it's a big deal. You have to kill someone. You know, you have your, like, it's not your choice. You must kill someone. I already did. Sorry. It's, it's Maroney. You don't even care that, what if she has done nothing wrong in her entire life? Look, she kind of has this weird smirk on her face all the time. Oh, okay. Like, hold on. <laughs> Look, let me just show you another picture real quick. Okay. Because you'll get it. She looks like she could she could murder someone drunk driving and then drive away uh-huh. and then ask her parents to cover it up. Yeah. She looks like she could be someone like that. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Maybe. Sorry if you're listening to our podcast. Maybe Please that's, be a guest. <laughs> maybe that's because she kind of also looks like those like pretty little liar actresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what she looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. They did a murder or something, I think. Right? I really don't know. I have no idea. I have no interest in finding out, to be honest. We should watch it. Well, it is time. It is. That I move on into my story here about counsel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I had originally said, Jessica, don't talk about like corrupt city councilmen. And then I asked you, hey, Jessica, what are you talking about? And you were like, oh, I'm talking about corrupt city councilmen. I didn't. I said politicians. And I said a couple. Whatever. Anyway, so I shifted gears and I decided to talk about camp counselors. Yes. Like in summer camps. Like in like camps with children in them. Yes. So obviously there was a lot of very not chill stuff, right? Like sexually speaking. Oh, my gosh. So I went ahead and just avoided that. A yeah. lot of a lot of these camp counselors turned out to be like sex offenders. It, yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of anticipated that that would be the most discovered story about yeah. a camp counselor. Uh, but you know, no, let's just get like, right past it. Yeah, like I wouldn't say that most of them are, but enough of them are that that's like the majority of the stories about bad, bad camp counselors, you know? Well, you could have found a story about like a good one that like saved a kid from a fire or something. Well, I found some good ones. Okay. You know, very interesting ones at least. Okay. So. This first one, we don't get names for this. And these are all kind of told in like the first story or first person. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I was about 12. I was at a sleepaway camp and the counselors took us on a hike into the woods for a night. When it came time to go to bed, of course, none of us were actually falling asleep. And we overheard the counselors talking about the police looking for someone. We later learned that one of the kids was in the middle of a serious custody battle and the dad was planning on taking the kid For that reason, the camp counselors thought, well, shit, let's just take all the kids out of the woods where the dad can't find us. And so that's exactly what they did. That's not a bad idea. No, 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 that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. They got word from the police saying like, hey, the dad might be coming around. And so they're just trying to avoid a kidnapping. They were just like, cool, we'll just all go out in the middle of the woods. Right. Dad can't find us there. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So there you go. Started off very, those are good good counselors, right? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So this next one is more gross. Okay. Okay. So that last one, by the way, was called The Real Reason They Took Us in the Woods. This one <laughs> is entitled Spiders and Sadistic Counselors. <gasps> Did one of them like put a spider in someone's sleeping bag? No. This person says that they went on a camping trip. I was one of the first ones out of the bus and I had to use the restroom. I noticed a few daddy long legs on the wall outside of the bathroom, but you know, it's camp. Right. So didn't think anything of it. Of course not. I open the door and am immediately greeted by thousands, if not millions, of daddy long legs that are covering the bathroom from top to bottom. And this bathroom was large. There were at least three stalls and at least three urinals. Oh my God. It was a big bathroom. A lot of fucking spiders. covered in spiders. Now those aren't, I, I wouldn't, they're not dangerous. It's just gross. Yeah. Yuck. So that was already a rough start, mm-hmm. right? And then if you recall the sadistic uh, counselors. Yeah. Uh, well, these counselors were having a lot of fun doing like jump scares on these kids, right? Where they were out in the woods and even went as far as to wear Jason masks and chase them. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of fun, right? It's funny to hear about and not be involved in. Yeah. But I bet it would fucking suck if you were one of the kids. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would probably suck. Um, okay, so this next one, it's called archery. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's gonna you be gave, fun. You gave me a, a strange look just now. Oh, it, it's fun. Is there some sort of archery accident? I don't know. That couldn't happen because obviously the camp counselors wouldn't allow that to happen, right? They shouldn't. Oh, this kid went to a boys, boys Scout summer camp in the mid to late 90s. Okay, so a little while back. On the camp was an archery range and they were all, you know, learning how to shoot bows and arrows. Sure. And the counselors were very big on safety. Very big on safety. Okay. In in the, the archery and, yeah, sector. Of course. Okay. So everyone begins shooting down range at their targets, doing their normal thing. Uh, and then they all stop shoot firing so that they can go down, collect their arrows and go back, right? And do it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While all of the kids were down collecting their arrows, a camp counselor had allowed a special needs child in the <gasps> camp to pick up a bow and just, you know, play with it, I guess. Well, he not only played with it, he drew an arrow Notched all an arrow. the way back. Oh no. And released it. It struck a kid in the arm and everyone began screaming and running, <laughs> thinking that arrows were coming out everywhere while the kid who got shot was just standing there stuck in shock. With an arrow in With his arm. With an arrow in his arm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, this camp got rid of its archery range right after that. Okay. Well, I, that seems a little brash. Uh-huh. I wouldn't get rid of an archery range. Maybe just get rid of that counselor. I just might get rid of that counselor, yeah. you know, because that Maybe. was very silly. That was a that was ill-advised. Yeah. Yeah. So this next one is called the Phantom Pooper. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Okay. So church camp. Early 2000s. <laughs> Someone was pooping in suitcases. <laughs> Everyone was worried that they were going to be the next target, but no one knew who it was, right? Or at least claimed to not know. Means someone is lying. Yes. Right. So then the the phantom pooper began hitting the camp counselors, <laughs> pooping in their suitcases. <laughs> and they got away with it all the time. So then the camp counselors decided, okay, we're putting all of you in one big room. Mm -hmm. And so they did. 
and the pooper struck again. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. He pooped in two bags that night. <laughs> and he says that he doesn't believe that they were ever caught. <laughs> so they got oh away with god. it. Oh my god. That's, I mean, that's a really, if you're the one who did it, that's a great story to tell forever. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm the phantom pooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How gross. Um, this one is another church camp one. Uh, very short and weird. Apparently, the girls that came to this camp were ordered to gather all of their non-fully covering panties. What? And burn them because they were shameful to God. Like, like any panty that isn't a granny panty? I think so. Or just like they like, found out someone had a thong somehow. It, I mean, these kids are old enough that like they were literally having sex in the woods and shit. So like they're at least oh. like 15, I'm assuming. Like Wait, around there. is that part of the story? Yes. That they were like fucking? Oh, yeah. That's why they said it was so ironic because there were kids like fucking in the woods while they were making other kids burn their panties. So now the girls are just going around pantyless? They're probably just not wearing any panties. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would imagine. Probably. <laughs> so yeah. rather than you know, tackle the issue of children having sex, you decided to remove their panties for them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get rid of that extra step. Okay. Okay. So obviously there were a lot of other stories, right? I'm specifically only talking about stories that mention counselors. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so this next one is called caves in the lake. All right. So every year this kid went to the same camp and they always told them the same three things. Number one, Watch out for banana spiders, Ugh. which is disgusting. They're huge. Oh, they're so gross looking. Yes. Number two, don't have sex. Oh. Okay. Straight the first up. one is avoid banana spiders. That's the more second dangerous. one is don't pork. Yeah. Don't have any of the sexual intercourse. No bumping uglies. Mm-mm, none of that. And number three was don't attempt to dive down the lake. Always told them those same things. So the lake that they're talking about that this camp was basically like right next to, mm-hmm. um, apparently had a bunch of caves in the bottom, uh, about 50 to 100 feet down. Oh, that's kind of cool. Right? So apparently this camp used to teach uh, scuba diving, right? And so you can go scuba diving into the caves and whatever, Ew. you know? Um, but they had to stop it when a counselor drowned, right? Yikes. Makes not, sense. not great. Yeah. Um, and that apparently no one had attempted to scuba dive or at least got caught trying to scuba dive or whatever in this. So lake. basically, if any scuba diving happened in the lake anymore to explore the caves, it was unauthorized and not on the books. Yeah. And obviously, like they didn't die because no bodies were found for like 15 years. Right? Sure. Well, if no one's allowed to go in there, then how would they find the bodies? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess if they were stuck at the bottom, if they had never floated back up. So anyway, um, a council thought it'd be a good idea to take some kids out there and go scuba diving. Okay. So we did. And they're all going down. They're scuba diving. They're having a good time. So this is restricted? Yes. They're not allowed to do this. He's just doing it because like he's the cool counselor. Yeah. Because he wants to. He's the counselor. You know, you can have a beer. Just don't tell your parents. Yeah. Yeah. He's the cool one. Mm -hmm. He's the one that like everyone wants to hang out. Everyone wants him to be like their guide that day, Uh you know, but he can't be everybody's. Right. And this group got to go scuba diving. Mm-hmm. So that's a win for the for the kids, not really for him. Because but they're not trained. No, he's teaching them. Oh. So they're going out and he goes down. The kids are going down. They're all scuba diving together. Um, the kids start running low on oxygen. Oh and so God. they make their way up 
and, you know, get to the top. And they notice, you know, it's been kind of a while and their counselor had not come up. Oh my God, did he die? And so they called other counselors who came, put on their scuba gear and went down to try to find him. Um, but they didn't find him for three hours. <gasps> and when they did, his body was floating in another part of the lake. Oh my God. Yeah, he was 22 years old. That's right. Was he like fucking drunk or high? Uh, doesn't like, say. They didn't, didn't even say they went into a cave. Well, he must have. They found him in like the opposite side of the lake. Dang. So maybe there was like, I don't think lakes have currents or whatever, but maybe this one does. I don't, I don't know. Makes idea. you wonder what happened. He got stuck or some shit. Or he was murdered. <gasps> What? The phantom pooper. The phantom pooper. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Finally, someone caught him and they didn't live to tell the tale. Um, So this next one, pretty fucked up. Uh Uh-oh. This girl went to a girl's scout camp, okay, when she was about eight years old. And this is like early 2000s. All of the counselors were, you know, either late teens or early 20s. Yeah. Right? No big deal. Um, And there was a girl that was in her group that apparently in the the girl from the, the girl that's writing this story right so there was a girl that was in her group that apparently had like pissed off the counselors in some way oh okay she said it was you know 20 years ago she doesn't remember what she did but she sure. pissed, she pissed off the counselors mm-hmm. um and obviously they're at summer camp in the middle of the summer you know, it's a little warm it's it's hot and they decided the counselors to as her punishment that they would make her sit down uh like just on the grass in the sun and she had to stay there all day and was not allowed to drink water. Um, that, was, that was her punishment. What? Yes. So obviously none of the other campers pissed off their counselors that summer. Wow. Yeah. That's not okay. I know. I know. I I would raise hell over something like that. Oh, well, maybe they did. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this next one... Uh, this kid says that they went to a camp that was half a mile away from a peacock farm. Okay. Now, apparently, peacocks scream <laughs> all the time. Okay. But even more so in the middle of the night. Aren't they the ones that go, ah, ah? Maybe. I have no idea. I thought they had. It's like, no a, it's idea. Like, an, like an obvious bird sound, I thought, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, this child's parents, and apparently none of the other kids' parents, and apparently none of the camp counselors told any of the kids that they were about half a mile away from a peacock farm. So they just told them to stay in their cabins at night, just in case. Because they were literally just hearing screams all night, every night. And they were like, well, don't leave your cabin. <laughs> so they used it as a scare tactic oh, yeah. to get them to stay inside. Yeah, I guarantee none of them got, pre- oh, I guess they were only 10, but I was like, none of them 10 year olds got pregnant, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, so this next one, this is, really fucked up so uh a bunch of kids and counselors were sitting around a big old campfire Uh uh-huh right having a good time sure when crick crack pow a giant tree in yosemite national (gasps) park falls no so fortunately somewhat fortunately none of the kids were injured at all okay uh but the tree landed on four oh no of the camp counselors who were injured okay Two were hospitalized, one died. Oh my God, that's awful. A crushed by a tree. Holy shit. Like, how? How does that, how does a no, big just, ass tree It was your just fucking fall? time to go. Like, of all the trees in the entire, like, area, it was that one and it fell that way. 
Mm-hmm. It was time. Yeah. That's awful. Mm-hmm. So this one, this next one is really dark. <laughs> okay. okay. But the silver lining is that surveillance captured this. So we have this on video and I'm assuming uh, this camp counselor faced some prosecution, possibly. I hope so, based so, off of your tone. So a camp counselor was at a camp and there was a, I'm pretty sure it was like a really young camp, probably like a day camp, not necessarily like an overnight type oh, of camp. Oh, okay. Because uh, there was a four-year-old there, I'm assuming other four-year-olds and five-year-olds and whatever. And they were all swimming. And apparently uh, surveillance caught this camp counselor dunking this four-year-old under the water. Not once, not twice, but at least a dozen times. Okay. What? Now, after doing it, he left the four-year-old unattended and the four-year-old was then seen coming up from the bottom of the pool, like floating to the surface about 10 minutes later. <gasps> no! So not only was this counselor in the pool with this kid, yeah, but there were two counselors that were lifeguards off the side of the pool and nothing happened. No one noticed. Apparently they didn't notice for, uh, I said 10 minutes, for eight minutes. They had no notice. Oh, he drowned? Yes, he died oh, in the hospital later. That's so sad. I know, I know, Ooh. I know. Damn. So this next one is a little darker, okay, than that one. Darker than just, that? Just a little bit. I'm already hoping those fucking counselors got like their entire lives fucked over that. They probably did, right? I don't know. So this one is in Russia. This is a Russian summer camp, right? I didn't know they did. I didn't even know they had summer in Russia. Right. You know? I was just cold as shit there all the time. So uh, six children and a counselor in this Russian summer camp went to go swimming, okay? They got caught in a deep current. Okay. And all six children and the counselor drowned. Whoa, deep current, where were they swimming? I'm assuming. Like a lake? Some, maybe a, maybe like a, a river a, oh. or, yeah, or maybe, maybe they were by the ocean, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I really, I don't know how that works. Like a lake with no like river running through it, mm -hmm. probably not but I wouldn't know how it would work if it did have one. Right, so. But I guess it wouldn't have to be a lake at all. A camp could be next to anything. So unfortunately, the camp counselor that drowned and the other camp counselor who was on shore, who was supposed to you know, be like their lifeguard, uh, were both intoxicated. <gasps> no. Yeah, and apparently, oh, they were on an island. It says the island was not authorized for any types of activities. They were not allowed to go out there because, you know, it has it's got some strong currents. The water was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, six kids. Six kids. How old? Uh, old enough to be in summer camp. I don't, I, I got no more information I mean, it's, for you. it's terrible no matter what. I'm sure if I really deep dive, this wouldn't be that hard to find because, you know, that's that's a pretty big deal. Old topic. Mm -hmm. So uh, so this next one is hilarious, but also really fucked up. OK. OK. At a summer camp for, you know, younger kids, it's probably we'll say like six to 10, maybe. Okay. Uh, camp counselors were having all the kids sit around and play duck, duck, goose together, right? Fun. Right, a lot of fun. So in the camp though, there was a seven-year-old girl who was like wheelchair bound. Oh. And so they wanted for her to be able to participate, right? But she couldn't like wheel that fast. Sure. So a counselor was like helping her and was like pushing her around so that she could, you know, play duck, duck, goose with all the other kids. Um, well, unfortunately, the wheelchair tipped over while they were playing Duck, Duck, Goose. The girl fell, hit her head on the cement, and fractured her skull. No. And had to go to the hospital. She's alive. Yeah. But 
Yeah, so fucked up, right? Because they were just trying to be nice. They're, well, they're just and make her like help her yeah, like dissipate. Yeah, that's, that's healthy and to do. Oops. And it they got <laughs> fucked anyway. That's sad. Yeah. I know. I know. They get you. <laughs> um. So this one is weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this camp counselor in Canada thought it would be a really cool, unique idea to take a canoe, right, and convert it into a gravity-powered car that they could ride down a hill. Okay, you've seen those, like, videos, right? They just put wheels on a canoe and rolled it down a hill. Go down a hill, yeah. That sounds like a terrible idea. Oh, maybe. Anyway, it worked, okay? They successfully rolled down the hill. They successfully rolled down a hill. Uh, It was five campers and two counselors rolled down this hill together. Oh, there Um, were children in the canoe? Oh, yeah. Of course, this is the most fun that they're going to have. They built this canoe. Of course, they're going to ride it. So, oh, sorry, I got that wrong. There were eight people in the canoe. So there were two counselors and six children. Yikes. Um, Obviously, they were all wearing safety gear, okay? Because these counselors know what they're doing. Like helmets and stuff. Right. And so, like I said, they successfully went down this hill. Mm -hmm. They didn't successfully go down this hill without crashing, though. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, they crashed pretty fucking hard. um, And... All of them were airlifted to hospitals. <gasps> oh my God, it was that bad? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, holy shit. Right? What the fuck? I know. Well, why the fuck are you putting wheels on canoes? <laughs> I don't know. They're long. Like, like, are you that fucking bored? This is the worst job you could have taken then. Mm-hmm. You got so bored, you were like, let's put wheels on a canoe and load it with children. Yeah, they were wearing safety gear. Idiots. <laughs> okay, this is the last one. And I had a lot of fun reading this one, okay? Uh-oh. This girl, uh, Christina, mm-hmm. was at a sleepaway camp, right? So a camp that you're staying at for like weeks or a week or two or whatever. Sure. Um, she would go here every summer and every summer you would have an overnight stay in the woods, okay? Mm-hmm. So like not in a cabin, like you're you're uh, camping. camping in the woods. Sure. Um, and after playing a whole bunch of games and running around, uh, her 13 year old friends and her thought it would be funny to moon their counselors. That is kind of funny. Right? It's kind of funny. Yeah. Counselors really didn't think it was funny. Oh. Like, really didn't think it was funny at all. Okay. And so when they went back to the camp uh, the next day, right? So they left the woods, went back to the cabins. Um, They were all sent to, the counselors had obviously ratted on them and sent them all to like the camp director who as a punishment had all of these girls go back to the overnight site, yeah. right, where they just were, and they had to pick up and collect all of the used toilet paper in the woods. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I um, mean, it like it's funny for the kids and it's innocent enough, but yeah. if, I don't know, a kid tells this story in like any kind of wrong way. True. There are, a bun- there are a bunch of parents who would get, you know, real upset about that, even though it wasn't their choice and it it happened because of the girls. Mm-hmm. So you're, they, they had no choice but to take it seriously, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't screenshot another one, but there was one more that had to do with poop. <laughs> so apparently... So there was the phantom pooper. Yes. There's the moon girls. Yeah, moon girls. Had to clean up dirty toilet paper. Uh-huh. And then we'll call her uh, the soaker. Oh, no. Okay. So she was camping. It was her first time camping, and they had to do, like, overnight, like, multiple nights in the woods. Yeah. And 
because they were in, I think they were in like a national park. When you're in a national park, you cannot bury your toilet paper. You gotta take your toilet paper with you. Ew. Yeah, so like usually they'll have like bags that they put like Ziploc the bags. They'll put it in there, zip it closed, and then you never open it. You just throw, throw it away, away when you yeah. get back to camp or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she was very much not down to shit in the woods and carry her toilet paper with her. Sure. Right? She was like super embarrassed about it. Okay. So she just held it in <gasps> oh. for like two or three days. Like you that one time? Yes. I did hold my, my poop in the woods for like five days. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was honestly pretty incredible if you think about it. Um, in, you mean impressive that you were able to do that? Oh yeah. You must've been miserable. I really wasn't. We were going on hikes. We were going on, we found like a man, or not a man made, like a, a natural water slide. What did you do? Like eat a bunch of like dry grass and twigs and leaves and stuff like bears do when they hibernate and stop up their assholes? No, I'm just very strong, apparently. I don't know. Okay, no. so so she held it in. Yeah, she held it in. Piss and as well? No, I'm assuming she peed okay. and just, just didn't, didn't shit. wipe or just wiped with something. Like, I, mean, I think I think carrying the pee toilet paper wasn't like gross to her. It was like carrying, carrying the around paper. bags of visible like shit paper. Yeah. Okay. That was grosser. So she didn't that want makes to makes sense that. to me. It does. So she uh, had managed to hold her poop in and then they were there on the last night. Yeah. And she's in her tent. Uh, she's there with like two or three other girls and she could not no, hold it anymore. No. And she was too scared to go out in the middle of the night and poop alone. So she did the only thing that she thought of. Stop. And she pooped in her sleeping bag. No. <laughs> no, don't do that. So she thought, okay. Oh, she'll it's never okay. live it down. She's like, okay, it's fine. I'm just gonna take off my underwear and my like pajamas, right? And just leave those in the sleeping bag. I'll get up, like zip it closed, and then just put on some other clothes and just sleep on top of my sleeping bag, right? Because that'll her keep butt it. But it's still dirty. That'll keep it sealed. No. Okay. So obviously. The other girls woke up and were smelling shit in their tent. Right. Immediately tell counselors, camp counselors come in, smell shit in their tent. And she's like, that. yeah, that they looked at her and like they knew, but like they didn't say anything, right? And she didn't say anything. Uh, to make matters worse, apparently on the bus ride, there wasn't a lot of storage space. Oh no. So on the drive to the camp and home from the camp, they were all sitting on top of their uh, sleeping bags. And so she brought her shit sleeping bag and was sitting on it for the entire That's drive back. That's fucked up. They didn't just try to wash it. I would have been like, hey girl, let's throw that shit away. It's like, uh, it's I'll gone. give you my sleeping bag so you can sit on and no one knows that you're missing a sleeping bag. Right. And then you're good. Just give it back to me. She's a child. Yeah. So, uh, she had to sit on her shit sleeping bag while Aww. they were driving back. And she's like that everyone could smell shit. Of course. And she's like, and she's like, I don't think anyone like knew it was me, but they were all assuming because they were all smelling in like that direction or whatever. So yeah, she was very embarrassed. Those camp Poor counselors, baby. they did her wrong. They thought they were sparing her by just not saying anything. Yeah. I would have said something. Well, yeah, I would have been like, hey. Like, hey, let's get it cleaned up. Number one, it's that's nasty as shit. That's way worse than carrying around shit toilet paper. That's super, don't super, do that again. Super <laughs> gross, but it's sparing her more by helping her to clean herself up and clean up the sleeping bag, mm -hmm. then making her walk around with shit on her fucking ass yeah. and shit on her like well, no, I sleeping think, bag and clothes. I think she used her underwear to wipe her ass. Oh. So I think she was clean. No, <laughs> she wasn't. Yeah. That's so gross, I poor know. baby, I that know. sucks. So fucked up. All right, well, it is, 
It is time to do the last wheel spin. You can use your slimy hand this time. I, my, I have regular hands. Slimy? Nope. Surprised you had a really good grip on that. I thought your slimy hand was just gonna slip right off. But nope, it's it's a dry, regular hand with yeah. normal skin that isn't slimy. There's no know. slime on me. Sure. That doesn't make sense. Okay. Well, aliens have abducted you mm-hmm. because they believe you to be the humans human races Adam. Who do they take as Eve? Or like in my case, it would in be your switched. case, like Eve, you're Eve. For some reason, aliens have decided that you are the Eve, the prime female specimen yes. of the Earth. So who is the prime male specimen of the Earth? And to make this fun, we'll say you cannot say your spouse because, you know, that's, that'd be lame. Oh, OK. I was going to be lame. So <laughs> whatever, whatever parameters the aliens decided, you are Eve. You are the only female on Earth that they want to take and study. Okay. They're taking me. They're, they're you're no, abducted. I have no choice. Nope. But I I get to choose the atom. That is, but it can't be Terry. Sure. Yeah. Let's just say they do like a brain scan or whatever, and they're like, oh, got it. That is the perfect atom, and we're gonna abduct him too, and we'll do a whole bunch of tests on you guys. Or do you want to do like who would you hope they would choose if it couldn't be your spouse? But who would it probably be? Oh, you got to be realistic in this. You know, like obviously, right? If I was Adam, I would want you know. But they're choos- choosing me as the prime specimen. You're you're the prime specimen. There would have to be a prime specimen to match, I assume. Sure, you got to be real. That doesn't make oh like what I think is prime, they might not think is prime. Right, Jessica, you're well, obviously, obviously not the prime <laughs> female. I'm obviously not the prime male, but for some reason these aliens were like, no, but you are. Okay, okay. so whatever their parameters were, what would they decide is Adam, or who would they decide is Adam? My equivalent. Yeah, Chris Pratt before he lost weight. Oh, nice, Mm -hmm. nice. I love Chris Pratt. Me too. He was really funny when he was still fat. I loved chubby Chris Pratt. (laughs) Yeah, dang, that's good. Like, obviously my gut is like, dude, just say Yvonne Strahovski, you know, you can can fight it. No, you could argue that. If they thought you were prime, they would not think she was prime. No, no, they probably wouldn't. So instead, I'm thinking that they would take Joan Cusack. You'd be with Joan? I think I think if I'm Adam, then Joan Cusack is Eve. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Cause she could she could have been made from my rib, you know? You think so? Maybe. She's isn't she way taller than you? Yeah. She's she's a little taller. at least she looks a little taller. I guess uh, I don't she's, know. She's a lot older, right? I think she's like sixties, maybe. I maybe fifties. No I have no idea. Uh but yeah, that that's Eve. I'm Adam. That's Eve. Joan Cusack. I mean, it's, you'd at least have fun. She's funny. Oh, yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah. I'd have a great time. Seems really cool. We'd have a great time getting probed have a, on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a blast with chubby Chris Pratt. Oh, you definitely would. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He would make the probing fun. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Joan wouldn't, but I feel like I feel like she'd be in more pain than me, you know? You guys could joke about it after. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like she would be like more like like not just accepting it and just What's what I, I like feel relaxing. like I feel like Joan would try to start a rebellion against the aliens. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. Apparently, I think the food's really good. So they feed us whatever we want. You've, you're adding things now to the wheel. Well, I'm just I'm just imagining adding if details. aliens abducted me and thought I was Adam. Then, yeah, they're going to give me what I want. And I want meat lovers pizza. OK. <laughs> <laughs> and also enhanced chromosomes so that you don't gain weight from pizza specifically. Yeah. Well, no, you can't gain weight. They just probe it all out of you. They're. How, how, the fuck is that, how the fuck is that working? Dude, that threw you off so I was like, hard. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm imagining they would like 
they have like a vacuum up your ass so that you're eating and it's just like coming out like you're still digesting well it's just like human centipeding you know they just take it all out <laughs> no i don't think that's how that works i don't know maybe they have like fucking hydroxy cut they'd have or some to shit. they'd have to like splice your genes in some way maybe they inject me with like diet pills and i just shit everything out when they probe me they inject the pills yeah <laughs> they're really small pills but really effective <laughs> Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> that is the end of episode 28. Topic was counsel. If you liked what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can share it with absolutely anyone, uh, your local politicians. Uh, you can share it with... Nope. No, no. Visit our website, like he said, threeshotsin.com. I didn't say that, though. Oh. You said website. Visit our website at threeshotsin.com. Oh, I guess. I mean, yeah. I Sorry, I said it at... And it sounded like our username. It's both. Go to threeshotsin.com and then go to at threeshotsinpodcast. Yeah, that's on Instagram. We go live Fridays at five. Live at five. Live at five. That's right. You can even, maybe if you're lucky, you can even take the third shot with us. We will bring you on the live and take a shot with you. Of so, course. Could be a blast. Could be. Also on our website, there's a very special link right there. And that link is to our Patreon. To our Patreon. If you're listening to this podcast and you have ears... Or hey, maybe even if you don't have ears. Well, if go they're ahead. listening, they do have ears. Well, Jessica, I don't judge, okay? Go ahead and subscribe. Because if you have or don't have ears, you can afford $5 a month. I mean, that's just, you know, you can listen. Oh, we make it so worth your while. So too. worth your while because we do have three shot cinema, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where we watch terrible movies on usually, uh, uh, probably for the next time, for the time being, going to be watching them on Shudder. Shutter, yeah. Well, I got a Shutter subscription just for Three Shot Cinema. Yes, I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. uh, next movie we're going to be watching and reviewing is Tammy and the T-Rex. Yeah. All right. Which is a comedy horror starring... Paul Walker. And... And... Starring Paul Walker and... Former Mrs. Sheen. That super hot blonde lady. Yeah, she's got the lips. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. lip lady. Yeah, the lip With the, lip the eyebrows. One. She's got the eyebrows and the lips. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. I feel like a lot of people will kind of understand that. I think so, too. So, yeah, yeah. Well, they're both in it, and it looks like a blast. Mm -hmm. So, next week, our topic is chain. Chain. Like, I mean, you could think, like, chains, you know, that are, like, like a chain link, link fence. Or like slavery? Fuck. Yeah, you could, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean, shit, we, we murder children on this show all the time, so I guess slavery is really not off the table. It's true. We get pretty we get pretty. Yeah, medieval. we get really dark in here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so chain, chain a lot of fun. You could be um, talking about like chains that hold like dogs. Or like a chain gang, you know, just rattling their chains. <laughs> <laughs> you could talk about that too. There's a lot of things, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. A chain reaction, chain Ooh. smoking. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's fun. See, I wouldn't have thought of all of that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to do some some very vague Googling and just see what happens, you know? Just see what happens. Like chain war. A chain war? No, no, no. I'm just going to Google all these words, right? Okay. Like chain war. You're liquor, just type in a random horse. combination, a random combination of keywords. Uh-huh. And just see what pops up. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to have something to do with the chain gang. You just think so? Just rattling their rattling chains? Rattling their chains. <laughs> 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 well, all right. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you again next week. What she said. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
You're like Miss Trunchable. <laughs> so you're fat and sweaty, and you and you, and you throw weights and lock people and fucking chokers. Lock little kids and chokies. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to move on from this wheel swim before we start getting real personal. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, in my head, I was like, Jacobs. Is, I started going not villain. I was like, Jacobs, like a Scott Pilgrim, Donnie Darko. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, Donnie Darko. You're saying because I look like Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh my God. <laughs> like super emo, <laughs> but really brightly colored. <laughs> I see it. I can see it, you know? Big fan of My Chemical Romance, <laughs> right? I've been a fan of Panic of the Disco since they started, uh-huh. right? Ah, I can see it. I can see it. Although I never liked Paramore and that is like an emo like necessity. No. You don't think no, so? No, it's not. I, I never liked Paramore. That's more, it's female emo. That's FEMO. That's FEMO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.